Three show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Monday afternoon. I'm stoked to welcome our next guest back on the program. We're talking to fitness coach Nathan Solier about one of the most underrated health factors that we often forget about. Nathan, and what is welcome on the program? How are you doing? I am well, I'm well. Hi, everyone. So uh, we're talking about one of the most sort of underrated health factors that we often neglect and we often forget about. I mean, in the past, we've talked about the importance of sleep, the importance of moving. What is, in your opinion, one of the most, I don't know, underrated or or easily forgotten health pillars? Yeah, the, the, the most underrated health pillar is hydration. And we do forget it sometimes because we take it for granted or, you know, we have lots of cups of teas or coffees and, you know, that's counted as hydration. But in actual fact, it's not it's really. Not. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Nothing replaces water. No tea, no juice, no alcohol. Nothing replaces water. So it's the, the reason why I say it's the most underrated is, is Whenever I get someone in and they sit down with me and they say, "Oh, look, I'm not losing weight," or you know, I you know I have really bad digestion, or you know, I feel tired a lot of the time. I look at how much water they're drinking, and almost almost every single person would say that they're just you know they're drinking you know a lot less than what they should be doing, and but people don't know how much water they're supposed to be drinking, so. One of the, the, the best ways to be able to work out whether you are, are dehydrated or not is, first of all, look at your urine when you go to the toilet. And we, you know, we want to make sure that it's a, a more of a hay color or white color, clear color. Um, if it's dark, then you're definitely dehydrated. And, you know, the, 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 whole, the quickest way to be able to get yourself back up to hydrated is actually getting a water that's really dense in minerals or what we call electrolytes. So what we want to make sure we do is, is like, you know, waters like Evian, Fiji, Volvic, they all have a, a, a water um, concentrate of around 300 micrograms uh, of dissolved solids per um, uh, per milliliter of water. So we want to be able to make sure that we can get your, you know, your, the minerals in the water as high as we possibly can. Because when it's when it's a really high density, then it absorbs into the cell better within our bodies. If it's if it's water that is less than that, then what we run the risk of is actually, you know, first of all, it's not going to penetrate the cells. But what it also does, it also leaches minerals and nutrients from our cells into the water. So if you, you've, you've heard of distilled water. That's a, that's a water we have in our offices. Oh, <laughs> I can feel the minerals being leached from my cells. Correct. I know. I know. It's terrible. I remember I was working at the, at the cricket club many years ago, and that's the water they had. And we had to fight really, really hard to be able to get it to at least mineralize water because at least it was a, a cheaper version, uh, you know, cheaper version than having mineral water. But at least you're actually getting minerals in your water, whether, you know, however they were added. So I don't know if we should know, be fighting for it. Well, I'm just glad we have water at RTHK and that they haven't. Well, you know, sort of well, you can actually combat that, right? So yes. what you can actually do is you can bring some sea salt. And the best type of sea salt is um, the, the Celtic sea salt. Oh, okay. Him, Himalayan, yes, absolutely. Himalayan sea salt, um, Celtic sea salt from you know from Scotland, and sea salt from New Zealand because it's got less heavy metals in it. Oh, 
Okay, and just a small sprinkle of that per litre of water. Yeah, you'd only get a pinch. So you just put your, your finger in, in some salt, pinch a bit out, put it in the water, shake it up. You won't even taste it. So that's a great way of being getting distilled water and turning it into mineralized water. Ah, okay. Let, mineralized distilled water. <laughs> mineralized distilled water. But like I said, the thing is, is the, the, the issue is, is uh, the wa- distilled water has no minerals or nutrients in it. And water is merely a vessel to be able to carry these minerals so that way it, <clears throat> that way that we can penetrate the cells and hydrate the cell. If we have distilled water, then it basically, because it's it's got no nutrients in it, it leaches into the water. It doesn't penetrate the cell. You urinate it out, so you're really not getting hydrated. So you've ever noticed like you just feel thirsty a lot or you feel like you're going to the toilet a lot. It's because the water is not able to penetrate the cells in your body. Ah, okay. That makes a lot of sense. It's true because if you are drinking distilled water, even though you're drinking a lot of water, and I know in the past that's happened to me, you know, I'm thinking I'm drinking about three liters of water, but why am I heading to the toilet so much? It's because it's sort of just going in and out. Yes, it's it's not absorbing. It's not absorbing as well as if you had mineral water. So like I said, a a really easy way of getting around it is, is like if you have a filter at your home or if you're drinking distilled water is put a pinch of sea salt in it. And at least it, it, it saves... You know, it saves you some money in the long run. Um, but for my mind, I've always, you know, I've, I've always believed in mineral water. And so the best of mineral water that I've been able to find <clears throat> is, um, is, is one called Australian spring water. And they do import it from Australia. But the, the, the water, become, it comes from a, um, a, a volcano. It's above the, the, um, the, the water table. So basically no, um, no pesticides or nothing gets into that water because it's, it's, it's all from an altitude. And because the water comes off the mountain into this, you know, this reservoir, it's, it's getting the minerals and nutrients from the rocks. And it's going straight into the it's going straight into the water, so that's the best. What I found the best water that you can have, um, you know, I know that I know even countries like Sweden have been importing their water. That's also amazing water. But what you want to do is trying to get to countries that have got, you know, a very clean source of of water supply and above the table hand. But for the sake of of, of you know of of of, um, uh, of saving money. And, and perhaps even saving on a footprint, even getting filter water and putting a pinch of sea salt in there is the best uh, you know, alternative that you can have. Wow. Okay. I know, um, Nate, you've, you've shared this formula with us. I mean, we should actually stress that people actually lose a lot of water um, a, a day. I, I read somewhere it's between, I don't know, six to 10 cups, which is, you know, about uh, 1.4 liters. We, we actually lose it just by regular sweating, breathing out, exhaling, uh, whatnot. So how much water should we be drinking to compensate for that? And does it vary from person to person? That's a great question because it, it does vary person to person. And the formula that you can work out, if you wanna if you wanna have it in um in ounces and in, in imperial system, hypersquad imperial system, is that you um you have your body weight in pounds and divide it in half and then you have that in ounces of water. So if you weigh 200 pounds, for example, you should be having 100 ounces of water. If you are a, um, if you want to use a um, uh, a metric uh, system, if you are in kilos, you times your weight by 0.03. 0.03. Okay. 
Right. So, so if you're 100 kilos, you times it by 0.03 and you're drinking three liters of water. Right. And if if you're less than that, then you don't actually need to drink uh, as much uh, popular. I mean, a lot of people Correct. will often say you need to drink two liters of water every day, but some days you, yeah. you'll drink more and some days you'll drink less. Exactly. And and exactly that where, you know, where the heat is, is a, a factor or your exercise is a factor will also influence how much water you should drink. And the best way to, to give you feedback of whether you're drinking enough or not is just look at your urine when you go to the toilet. You know, if you look at your urine and it's really dark, then you need to be having more water. If it's clear, then you're right on the money. And <clears throat> and I would even say is is when you actually drink water is also really important by having water um, 20 minutes to 30 minutes before your food will help you digest your food better than having water or liquids during your meal. And even, even not having any liquids for about an hour after your meal. So that way your digestion, your, your food digests better. So if you put like, if you put in water in your system, you know, 20 to 30 minutes before, what it does is it goes into your stomach and it leaches through your stomach lining into your large intestine and it lubricates your large intestine. So that way you can have a bowel movement. And when it's lubricated, it filters back into your stomach as hydrochloric acid ready for food. So it's really important that, you know, you don't dehydrate your hydrochloric acid in your stomach. You make sure that you have um, adequate water, you know, 20 to 30 minutes beforehand and also um, allows you to, you know, to get ready to have that bowel movement. If you do have digestive problems, then consider it could be just something as simple as not having water during your meal, making sure you have your water out, you know, 30 minutes before and an hour after your meal and see whether that or that helps with your digestion. Okay. And finally, uh, before I let you go, you know, a lot of times we are, sometimes water doesn't, it's drinking regular water still makes us thirsty. Are there any sort of special drinks that we can actually be having, such as uh, drinks with electrolytes? Um, You know, we often see uh, drinks which are catered for sports drinks, for example. Yeah. so, so the sports drinks, you've got to remember the sports, sports drinks also have sugar in them already. That's right. <clears throat> so what I would do is, is like I said before, is, is like is if you still feel thirsty and you're having water with a pinch of sea salt, add some more salt to it. Add another pinch to it and see how whether that's that slows down your thirst. But like I said, you might find that you may need more water than what you're having right now, especially if you've worked out. Because if you've worked out, you should be having another 800 mils. If you've done a hard workout, you should be having around another 800 mils of water on top of what you're already drinking. So you've got to make sure that you are staying hydrated, um, uh, you know, after your workout and here's another one as well is is that if you're two percent dehydrated it leads to ten percent decrease in your performance if you're five percent dehydrated you pass out and if you're ten you die now if you are if you've got a mouth that's already dry you're already three percent so you've got to remember you've got to keep you've got to make sure that you stay hydrated and you don't have that dry mouth otherwise you are already dehydrated So if you're feeling dehydrated, make sure that you put a little bit more sea salt in there. You may need more water than than you're, you're actually having right now.
And this is really timely because, you know, it's really it's been really, really hot here in Hong Kong uh, in the last couple of weeks where the, the sun is out and, and people are out and about. And, and, you know, people often forget to drink even when they're out and about. They think, oh, I'll be out shopping for about two or three hours and they don't drink anything. But of course, your body is already losing a lot of uh, water. Um, and yeah, whatnot. every so time we breathe, every time we sweat, we're, we're losing water. And so it's it's really important to keep your, your water intake up regularly. Like I'll have a sip of water once every four every every 15 minutes every 15 to 30 minutes i'm always having some water so that way it just keeps that you know keeps it going through you because you can't just skull and skull and skull and think that you do your two liters in one hit and you'll be okay because you'll just urinate a lot of it out so you've got to be topping yourself up during the day absolutely and it's so funny my observation is that a lot of people uh choose to drink tea um bottled tea you know those japanese teas or chinese oolong teas Um, yeah but of course that's a diuretic so correct you'll feel you'll feel like it's quenching your thirst but actually you're going you're you're urinating it out in the next sort of hour or so that's right i mean you know a lot of the (laughs) A lot of these teas are are not only diuretics, but they're also used to, you know, the cleanse the body. But if you're not replenishing it with more water, then you're just then you're just dehydrating. It's like sort of squeezing a sponge. But the thing is, is you you know, the the whole idea to be able to get all of that gunk out of your body, you really need to keep that sponge hydrated. That's right. Well, remind our listeners once again, Nathan, how we can find out more about you and your work. Oh, absolutely. You can reach me on my website on ElitePTStudio.com or you can get me on Facebook uh, under Elite Personal Training or you can also get me on YouTube. So it's Elite Personal Training Hong Kong. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time this week. Until next time, thank you very much to you, Nate. My pleasure. Good talking to you. Bye.